It's 4 p.m. Stand up. It's count time. It's time for every man and woman to stand up and be counted. I am Brother L. D. Azobra, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Count Time Podcast. Today, I don't know if we're going to call it Throwback Thursday, but it's a day that we must celebrate. So we're going to celebrate because we spoke something October of last year to, to the nurses of the 4 South, the Ford floor, 4 South, the Ford wing of the Baton Rouge General. The ladies say it was a hospital within a hospital. They call it the Black Wing, I guess, did I? of the hospital. They didn't call it that. They called it Fourth South and that was known as the Black Wing, but they didn't call it that. Well, not to us. They didn't call it that. <laughs> and this one floor was where all your black patients were assigned regardless of the medical condition. No matter what, everybody no matter, was put. Everybody was put there. They could have a contagious disease, but they were placed on the Four South. When Four South had no beds on that unit, we had patients in the hall with IV stands. It was a, a situation that was unbelievable. Yeah, that happened in the fifties. So, in the hospital, was still practicing basically the same thing as far as the cafeteria and as far as segregating of patients. They, we were, all of our black patients were on one unit. They could not be placed on a unit with white patients. Mm -hmm. But I have to say they got excellent care in spite of the, of the, of the conditions. On the conversation we had with them last year, when we spoke about, I mean, we had all kind of things going on. We had Sister Catherine Anderson Jackson. We had Miss Gwendolyn Miller. Unfortunately, Miss Erdine Joseph was not able to make it. And we hadn't forgotten about you, Miss Audrey Cotton, but we go and we know we're gonna include you. Oh, there were quite a few of us working there at that time. There was a nurse named Miss Annie Mayo, Miss Aurelia Scott, Miss Thelma Butler. The head nurse was Miss Frances Thomas, Miss Lucinda Clark, who was my, she was my angel. She kept me under her wings and just helped taught me everything she knew. She was a registered nurse and I was LPN, but there was no difference. We, we had a lot of the same responsibilities. There were some things that I could not do, but then I was always a nurse like Miss Gwen and Miss Clark and Miss Thomas around to support us. Count time had committed back then, October 21st of last year, that we was gonna work hard and diligently with Maida McDonald, my daughter Samia, to bring forward this day where these ladies would be honored before they leave or transition from this earth, and it's about to happen. It is, a, it is about to happen. We say that we're going to work, Maida McDonough and I and John Ford was going to work to get a plaque up for the nurses of Forsyth, what they call the black nurses, and guess what? 
we was able to speak something and it has come to pass. The Bible said you have not because you ask not. And these nurses say they've been working for years to get a plaque up in the hospital at the Baton Rouge General. And guess what? Next week, Wednesday, July the 27th at 10 a.m. is about to go down. We want to invite everybody out to come out and support the, the nurses. These nurses, uh, we only have a few that still left. Uh, so but we want you to come out and support all of their efforts, what they've done over the years to keep our community healthy, safe, and keep it vibrant. These ladies been working, when they worked at the hospital in the late 50s at Baton Rouge General, they did the best that they can do. But these ladies say they didn't do all this work to be honored. They just wanted to do the best job they can do to help their community and serve those who needed their help at that time. Thank God for the nurses because those patients got excellent care. We had no cross infections, even with your babies there, with your contagious diseases there. And just two day. bathrooms. And two bathrooms. So we thank the nurses for what all they have done. And y'all can't, we can't even imagine what they had done. They said they was all just doing their job, but they done such an awesome job that we need to celebrate what they have done. But we definitely want you all to come out next week, Wednesday, July the 27th, Baton Rouge General Hospital at 10 a.m. off of Florida Boulevard inside the chapel. Inside the chapel in Baton Rouge General Hospital, we're going to be hosting a ceremonial for these ladies where we're going to be revealing a plaque. Thank you, Baton Rouge General, for stepping up and supporting these latest efforts. And we thank everybody uh, for all your support. Uh, We'd like to thank our, my dear friend, Maida McDonough, who's been working so hard and diligently to make this happen. And John Ford, who her mother was nurse Ida Henderson, who is no longer with us. But these two ladies was instrumental in bringing all this thing about. Ida Ford was a nurse at the uh, Baton Rouge General at that time. Joan is a daughter who passed on back in April. Your hard work was not in vain. And your late and latest who've done all this wonderful work, your labor was not in vain either. We thank you for all that you had done. Also, we got to hear the story about Miss Gwendolyn Miller, how she helped to deseg, I guess, desegregate the cafeteria when it was segregated. Miss Miller stepped up and a friend of hers and stepped out and took a chance and guess what? And I'll tell you another uh, thing in the 50s, when I went to Baton Rouge General, the cafeteria was segregated. The black nurses had to go to a window and order their food. You could not go through the line. Now I was given the credit, and I will share this with everybody, that one day I went down and, I, and a, the, a nurse working on the unit with me was also a daily graduate. She went down and she came back up and she said to me, Gwen, I went and I sat on the on the side of the of the cafeteria with the white with the white people and nobody said anything to me. Now I want you to do the same thing. So I did the same thing when I did my dinner break. I did not go to that window and order my meal. I went to where the white people were sitting and sat down and ate my meal. 
they looked at me and different different you know views and I said well I'm just gonna take my chances so they they they're giving me credit for integrating the cafeteria but so I'll, after that then you yeah. everybody started yeah, going that, so no that, nobody challenged you or said anything no, I, I wasn't you know really <laughs> maybe it was a little bit nervous but I did challenge so, that was after how long you had been working there already oh, I had probably been there a couple of years and y'all was just going to the yeah, window to get your food. Just, just, that was the routine. Nobody questioned anything back in the day. Nobody, nobody even told you to go to the window. Nobody told me. Well, no, it was it was understandable that if you were black, you could not sit in the cafeteria with the white, white your white counterpart. And you did you working just as hard as anybody else? Working it harder on Fort South. I was working harder. <laughs> we had to look at this little window and tell the people what we wanted. They handed us our plates. We went back to our little little, little segregated room. I don't know how many seats or tables were in there. And we ate separate from them. But this particular day, I said, enough is enough. And I just walked in the room, went through the line just like I was one of them, and nobody said anything. But as I got back to the floor that evening, I looked up and the supervisor was coming to talk to me. I said, oh God, I've lost my job. He's going to fire me. He said, well, Mrs. Miller, I just came to see how your day is going. Oh, I was so <laughs> relaxed. I said, oh my God, I've lost my job. But he was just as nice. He didn't say a thing about me uh, going, sitting on that white side of that cafeteria eating. But I just I said, oh God, they've told the man I came in the cafeteria. Now he's going, I, I don't have a job. <laughs> but it worked out beautiful. He says, I just came to see how your day was going. I said, oh, fine. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You're glad to still have a job. Then. Still have a job. And it worked fine. And after that day, the walls came down. And nobody had to sit on one side of the cafeteria. Blacks and whites were sitting together. That, that changed the way they, they dealt with you all after that? Absolutely. Everything was different. They just overnight things. Overnight, just an overnight. They just tore the wall down and made one big room and everybody could be. Oh, there was a wall. Yeah, there was a wall between that us. There was a room half the size of this room. Right. The ladies was also sharing that they went up to, to the fourth floor a few years back to see it. And they said the fourth south wing was no longer there. They renovated the whole floor. They moved everything around. They changed the whole thing around. No such thing. We cannot recognize Full South anymore. Lord have mercy. We tried to get them to put up a plaque. They made a plaque, but we don't think they put it up yet. <laughs> How long ago was that? About five years Many ago. years ago. Joan Henderson kept pursuing it. Yeah, that's Miss Ida Henderson's Ida daughter. Henderson, so. Yeah, and she brought all y'all together the first time, I, I heard. Yes, yes. She's been with us from the beginning. She helped get us together well, and we, helped bring this out. Well, we need to figure out, we need to, no, not figure out, we need to make sure that they put, place a plaque in the Baton Rouge General Hospital on Florida. They got Florida Boulevard and they're on Blue Body now. So where, where do y'all want the plaque at? Y'all want on Florida Boulevard? Where we need Miss Maida, McDonald, and Samia. Y'all, y'all just to make sure that these ladies get a plaque and honor of them with their name. They cannot bring nobody up there and tell them what the story was because there's everything been moved around. But guess what? 
You cannot change what's in the people's hearts and what's in their mind. So that's all right, ladies. Y'all did what y'all had to do. And Baton Rouge General, don't you dare, don't you dare attempt to take that plaque down by saying, oh, we're renovating the hospital again. And uh, we're going to remove it, but we're going to put it back up. Now, we know how that goes, right? We can't let that happen this time. We all got to make sure that when this plaque go up, it stays up. So we want you all to celebrate with us today. Let's 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 do it the way we do it in Louisiana. Y'all not do it how we do it in Louisiana? Come on, nurses, let's get it, let's get it. Y'all stand up dance with me. Let's check a line together, nurses. Come on now. Where y'all at, nurses? All the nurses, let's get together and celebrate this wonderful day. All right now. Ooh, y'all got me doing a little cutting a little jig today. And then y'all saying, Brother MD, how you gonna do that? But we gonna rejoice with these ladies. We gonna celebrate with these ladies, but we want you all to come out. Please come out on July the 27th, 10 a.m. Baton Rouge General Hospital on Florida Boulevard inside the chapel that's on the first floor. And uh, come out there and I want you to thank Miss uh, Samia Ledoux who worked so hard to make this happen, uh, Kelly Kyle and uh, the CEO, all who's involved who made this happen, we thank you. We all gonna celebrate you, but more importantly, we gonna celebrate these ladies so we want you to once again celebrate with us in Hey La Ba. Now you know we open in style, so you know how we got to close? We got to close in style. This is how we roll at count time. It's time to celebrate, ladies. We're going to celebrate you for all your hard work and dedication and commitment to your community and your people. Celebrate these nurses, y'all. Come on. Come on out next week, Wednesday, the 27th, and celebrate these ladies. We're looking forward to seeing you all there and be supportive of these ladies who are now in their 80s and still going strong. Thank you, ladies of Four South.